And we're back with another episode, baby. Mm-hmm. Excited for the weekend. Wondering where a week in June went because it's almost July practically. Yeah. We both just had the realization that this upcoming weekend is already the 18th, 19th. Mm-hmm. And we were under the impression that it was like the 12th, 13th. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. What happened? Where did it go? There's a glitch in the matrix happening. And also, I forgot that this weekend is Father's Day. Do you guys have any plans for that? I mean, I personally don't. (laughs) (laughs) Yay for not having a dad. Uh, But Joe's actually going to the opening started. Is that what it's called? The golf thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Whatever. The golf tournament, the big one just started. And Joe's going to be going to that on Sunday with a few of his friends so I will be just staying home but actually I take that back because I think Joe's parents are coming to Salem uh Saturday so we can kind of like treat them to a little father's day shindig oh that's nice yeah what about you we're not doing your and your cute dad um not doing anything with the dads this weekend Jake's dad has to work my dad is out of town Um, so we're just sending out cards, I think, and like trying to figure out a different time in the summer to hang out. I think actually we're going to go see Jake's dad next Monday because his Mm -hmm. sister's in town. So just to follow like the following day, I think Jake has a sister. No, no, no. Jake's dad's sister. Uh, Okay. I was like, (laughs) how have you never told me this before? I was like, I have so many questions. No, we hate her. We don't talk about her. (laughs) Also, I have a confession. What? So recently, you guys, we talked about the staircase (gasps) starring Colin Firth. Is that Uh his name? Yes. All right. So Michelle had messaged me. She was like Colin Firth as Michael Peterson or maybe Colin Firth in general. I don't know. Michelle, you told me that that's what your dad looks like. Yeah. I said it on this podcast when we were talking about the staircase. Which I think he's handsome, but also... Not yes. crossing any lines. I'm just saying. So before you told me that about your dad, mm-hmm. when I saw Colin first, because I wasn't really familiar with him, but Joe was like, he's such a big actor, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And when I saw him, I was like, this is what Jake's going to look like when he gets older. Ew. I hope not. No! Michelle. No, I no. can see it. I don't like it. I don't like and that. I, no, I stop, mean that stop, like he's going to like be a handsome old man. I think he's going to be handsome, but Colin You're Firth, telling me you don't see it no. in the nose and the eyes? Even I have, I have literally. At 50 years. No, no, no. I've seen Colin Firth in everything. I've seen him Pride and Prejudice in uh, what's the one with Renee Zellweger. Like I've seen him throughout the years as a young man, never found him attractive. The man has negative lips. He has such little lips that they're receding into what his do you face. What do you mean against little lips here? I, I, I'll take a little <laughs> lip. Jake has little lips too, but this man just has a line on his face. I've just never found him that. attractive and I'm upset about it because he looks so much like my dad in the staircase and we just watched the last episode. And oh, yet again, yet. yet again, there's another sex scene between Colin Firth and Tony Collette. You're right. 
I watched it. You did? Uh, Yes. Who is asking for this content? (laughs) Who? I mean, some guys like Tony Collette, they love her. I love her. She's super hot. I get it. But it's like this behind the back, doing it on the dresser. And also we were in the middle of eating. And like I said, this man looks exactly like my father. Mm -hmm. I almost lost my dinner. I like had to look away. I couldn't watch it. Okay. But I always hear that women Uh date their fathers. I maybe people with daddy issues, but I don't know. Really? Like I've heard that too, but I don't You don't see any similarities between Jake and and Colin Firth. No, no. Jake and your dad. No. What? (laughs) I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. (laughs) All right. Fine. Well, if any of you guys are listening and you are married, dating a boyfriend and people tell you you're dating your dad, like send us a photo. I want to (laughs) see. We want to see the comparison. <laughs> um, fuck no, that and also I really didn't like that last episode. Yeah, I I completely forgot that we also watched it. Um, <laughs> I was telling Jake the other day because every time me and you talk about like a movie or a show, you're always just like, <laughs> oh, I don't remember that part, and I was just like, I think she immediately just throws it out of her brain after she watches something. Well, I mean, I have a lot in my brain, so I can only hold so many 500 thoughts. Okay. (laughs) I was telling Joe that he was like, no, because even he's, I go, Michelle was saying that it's more like this and this, and he was killing these women to protect his wife from the like demon. And Joe was like, yeah. And I was like, Joe, but you told me it was more like a more about her depression and he was like no that's what it was about he's like it's we also talked about it could be about her depression yeah yeah. and I was like I don't remember any of that (laughs) (laughs) and he was like no Michelle was right and I was like oh okay (laughs) when I was telling Jake about that he goes that was the whole twist of the story like that was the whole end of the story what do you mean she doesn't remember it I was like I think she has a bad short-term memory I don't know yeah, I think I do. And I also told Joe, Joe, I was like, maybe that was a pee break when I went to go to the bathroom. Oh, maybe. And yeah. I checked out. It was a very quick little turnaround. So you could have like missed it. Yeah. Speaking of quick turnaround, who's excited for the Barbie movie? <laughs> I know that's why everyone listens is because of my quirky transitions. <laughs> Okay, the Barbie movie, the only thing I've I've seen is that Ryan Gosling is cast and I keep seeing a picture of him as Ken, but I don't know anything else about it. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I knew a little bit about it maybe like a month ago and I now have a boner because I've been seeing the photos of Ryan Gosling and I'm Uh-oh. like, I did not know they casted him as Ken. I believe that they casted Margot Robbie as Barbie. That I was literally going to ask, is Margot Robbie going to be Barbie? Yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Um, Speaking of comparisons and people that look alike, our friend Bo always gets told that he looks like Ryan Gosling and he uses it at every bar interaction. All right, Bo. (laughs) The pause. Okay. I mean, the California guy, I can definitely see it. Mm Mm-hmm. Both great looking guys, but you know, one's an all-star actor and one is not. Do you think Ryan Gosling's handsome? 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, have you ever seen Blue Valentine? No, I have not. <gasps> nope. Michelle. Oh my God. I love that movie. It's with Ryan Gosling and Michelle Williams. And Mm -hmm. it is like such a heart wrenching movie. It, I always want to watch it, but it's just so hard to watch, but it's so, so good. Okay. Um, Maybe I'll check it out. Speaking of things so hard to watch, but so, so good. Britney Uh Spears got married recently. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, Britney. She got married. I saw that. I saw that. And I saw the really, really bad rendition of Vogue that they all try to sing at the same time. Did you see that? I saw it, but not with the sound on. So I missed the whole point of it. But I hear that it's kind of cringe. It's cringy. How sweet that she got married in her home, though. That was nice. And then I guess her ex, Jason Alexander, showed up. Oh, he had to be like escorted out of there. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. What was he trying to do? I just like don't get stop it. Stop the marriage. He probably was the one that stood up to try to stop the marriage. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Before you transition out of here again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you go on a Tiki cruise this weekend? We did. Anything fun? back at the tiki um I mean it was fun but nothing like new out of the tiki experience happened okay Joe's friends came up I had mentioned that one of the wife Patty was not feeling good but she powered through yeah they had a good time oh awesome how was your weekend? I feel like yours was more eventful than mine. It was good. I went down to Connecticut for my friend Susan's fiance's birthday party. What's the drive? Like how many hours? It's two and a half to three. Okay. I always think yeah. four or five in my head. No, but it is just far enough where it's like, I can't do it all the time because it is a little taxing, but it was a good time. I got to see Sue, Missy, Molly, uh, saw a bunch of like friends that I haven't seen in a long time. Got pretty drunk. Um, definitely try to kiss up on some of my girlfriends and touch some Love titties. It. Yeah. And then finally, Sue did the thing that Jake does to me, which I really am grateful for, where it's like, just go lay down. Because mm-hmm. if you put your head down, you're going to go to sleep and you're going to stop drinking and you're going to be fine. The party's over. <laughs> but are you the type of person that actually stays tucked in? when someone talks you in from drinking or do you like play dead for a little bit and then Mm -hmm. you're like I'm not done with the night (laughs) (laughs) I would say it's like a 85% chance that I'll conk out okay (laughs) and if I don't hear anything else going on for sure I'm just going to sleep but if I can Mm -hmm. hear a party still happening in the distance then I'll slither back out yeah so how bad was the next morning it wasn't too bad so then what always ends up happening is we'll stay up until like four or five o'clock in the morning. And then I sleep for a few hours and then around like 10, I'll wake up and I'll immediately just start my drive back up. Cause like Sue will be out for the day. So there's no need to like wait for Sue to wake up. So it's like always right in between like a hangover set in and like a complete wear off of the drinking. So I'm usually home before like the hangover fully sets in. That sounds awful. It's not great, but it's not horrendous. Okay. So did you feel sickly once you got home? No. Well, a little bit, but also, so another crazy thing happened. So when I was driving into my neighborhood, like two doors down from my house, Mm -hmm. I saw this big tabby house cat. 
a tabby cat a tabby cat which because I saw a bobcat in my yard recently like I did a double take because it was like a larger cat I like slowed down almost to a stop because I was like this cat looks so weird I can tell it's not a bobcat and that it's just like a regular cat but there's something like wrong with his fur and so I was like it looked like they had just like hawk feathers like coming all off of their back legs like mm-hmm. just their fur looked like feathers it's like what is happening right now because it looked like a mythological creature you know oh gosh and so I pull into my driveway and for some reason Jake's like coming out the front door because he was like about to leave to go to the store and I was just like Jake there's like a cat down the street that does not look right like they look super mangy like something's off with it and so we both walk down. The cat lets it get up to it. It just like kind of like sits down on the ground or whatever. The cat is covered in so many mats. Like there's not an area on its body that is not mats. Oh my gosh. Throws... So you can't even feel like the actual body. It's just like a mats. stack of mats. Yeah. Yeah. There was like parts where it looked like, okay, this is just fur, but you could feel like underneath, like at the root like right next to the skin was mats. Like everything mm-hmm. was mats. Whoa. And I was just like, oh, Jake, like this is so bad. And you could tell that she was like an older cat too. Um, so I was just like, and I know, not saying I know all the cats in my neighborhood, but I know mm-hmm. all the outdoor cats in my neighborhood. Like I'm here all day. I see them walking around. I know Batman, like I know them. Yep. And this was a cat that I had never seen before. And I was just like, all right, Jake, like let's let's grab her and like bring her to the mud room and like see what's happening or whatever. So we bring her to the mud room. We get her set up like food and water and stuff. And she's like super friendly. Um, we call Jake's mom because her sisters run a um, cat rescue center down in home. Mm-hmm. And we're just like, well, what should we do? And they're like, well, bring her to the rescue center. Like when they open, they didn't open till Wednesday. So we had her for a few days. But like the amount of mats that we were able to cut off of her because they were on the surface and a lot of them just like fell off was literally like the size of Dottie. Oh my goodness. And then we were also able to brush her because she liked being brushed. And we got like another Dottie sized amount of fur off of her from brushing. My gosh. And you know, like before we got her, like when she was like wandering down the neighborhood, it's like she could hardly walk because of the the mats. Mm-hmm. And there was one that was like on her side that was legitimately the size of a rat. Whoa. It was insane. I was just like, I could tell that she wasn't fully an outdoor cat or a street cat because she wasn't covered in bugs. There wasn't like ticks on her. There wasn't fleas on her and stuff. We put a flea collar on her regardless because we had one. But I was just like, this doesn't make sense because this is definitely a house cat because she also responded to cues like we would tap the couch and she would jump up and stuff. So I was Mm -hmm. like, this isn't a street cat. But whoever is taking care of this cat has been neglecting her for years because this doesn't happen overnight. So anyway getting to the sad part I cried all day yesterday so I'm gonna try and like part keep it together so we brought her in yesterday to the rescue center okay and they said that there was no microchip on her so I was just like of course not because whoever's you know who's ever the owner of this cat is not taking care of this cat and so I was just like okay like can I call you back in a week and see how she's doing and like if you can't find a home to adopt her like we'll take her back because you know, she seemed old. Like it seems like she only has a few more years regardless. And she was so fucking sweet. And I didn't want her to like spend the rest of her life in like a shelter. 
And she was like, yeah, give us a call back in a week, but we're going to post about it and yada, yada, yada. So I saw that they posted it on their Facebook page and that like this girl was commenting underneath it. This, she looked about 20. She's like, this is our family cat. We're working to get her back. And so like they updated it saying owner's been found. Thank you for sharing yada, yada. And it had been shared to like our community pages and stuff. So I saw that she was going to all the places where it was shared saying like, this is actually our family cat. We're working on getting her back and stuff like that. So I don't know. It seems like they're probably going to give the cat back to them, but I was just crying nonstop yesterday. Cause it's just kind of like, they obviously don't fucking care about this cat. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, And it pisses me off too, because a bunch of people in the comments were like, people need to stop taking outdoor cats and bringing them in. Like people are like so rude. It doesn't matter if you don't agree with it. You need to leave outdoor cats out. And I'm just like, all right, fuck off. A, like, Mm -hmm. I know the difference between an outdoor cat and a cat that's been fucking neglected for years. Right. So it took everything in me not to be responding and being like, all right, asshole. And like, like, don't do it, Michelle. Just don't. Um, So I didn't. But it's just so shitty. And like, I really hope that they don't give it back. They don't give the cat back to them. So I, do you think you'll call in a few days to see? Yeah. I'm going to call and see what like the diagnosis was with her. And like, if she was, if anything else was wrong with her and if they're going to give the cat back. Do you, did the cat look a little bit different after grooming her or did she look the same with like taking the masks out and stuff? She looked better. And the thing that like also pissed me off a lot too was, you know, Ichabod hates being brushed and he'll like growl and hiss and like get away from you as much as you can, but she fucking loved it. So like, don't even tell me that you couldn't brush her Mm -hmm. because she's older. And I know when cats get older, they like, you know, stop grooming as much and things get matted and things like that. But and I get if your cat's biting and scratching at you every time you try to brush her, you're going to be more lax about it. But between when we got her into the house, when she was just like sluggish and couldn't move because of the mats, and then after getting all the mats off her and like brushing her, we would go out into the mudroom. Like I would go out there a few times a day and just hang out with her. Aww. We didn't want to bring her into the house in case she had fleas or mm-hmm. um, like feline leukemia or anything like yeah. that. Um, but she would get up and like jump down and like, you know, rub around my legs and she fucking loved these nails. And I would just like pet her for a long time. It just, it grosses me out that it seems like they obviously love the cat and want the cat back. But if you can't take care of her, Mm -hmm. then you need to stop. It's not like the mats aren't painful for cats. Yeah. And it's not like a mat just happens out of nowhere. No, it takes a long time. Mm hmm. I, I don't know, like, don't come at me listeners, but I do not believe if you have a cat, it does not need to be an outdoor cat. I don't agree with it either. I don't agree with it. You work in an animal shelter and see how many kittens are born because the cats are living outdoors, having sex with all the other cats. And then all these cats end up having to be euthanized. They get hit by cars. They're brought in. They're tortured by neighborhood kids shot with BB guns. Like literally people steal cats off the street to use them as dog bait. Like (gasps) I just, if you think your cat should be outdoors message me and I'll tell you all the reasons why they shouldn't like people are awful things Mm -hmm. can happen I get that they want to be outside but it's like cats are so different from how they were back then just because they've been 
human pets for so long. Yeah. It's like you can do so many other things inside your house to give them the stimulation and the exercise, the little hunting Mm -hmm. tendencies that they want to do. Chill with your cat on the porch. But I, no, I don't believe in outdoor cats. I'm not a proponent of it either. Um, I just think that they're going to get eaten by coyotes or all the wild animals. Yeah. I don't, I don't agree with it either, but like the assumption that there's people going around just snagging people's outdoor cats to bring them into like the rescue center is like, that's not what's happening. Mm -hmm. If you're going to have an outdoor cat, I understand that people don't want to put a collar on their cat if they are outdoors just because in case they get snagged on a fence oh, or yeah. a tree, they can oftentimes hang themselves. But at least get it, if you're going to have an outdoor cat, at least get it microchip. People literally drop off animals in other neighborhoods that look nicer than the neighborhood that they're in because they hope someone will take care of the pet oh, for them. My God. Like just at least microchip your animal if it's going to be living outside. I just- yeah. And also, if you're going to just like drop off your cat, look for your closest rescue center. You can surrender your cat. Yeah. They're not going to judge you. No. If you get to the point where you can no longer take care of your cat, which is definitely what's going on in this situation. Because also earlier in the week around like Monday or Tuesday, we ended up texting our next door neighbor and just asking if they had seen the cat before. Because like I said, I I know pretty much all the neighborhood outdoor cats and I had Mm -hmm. never seen her before. And they were like, oh, I think that she might belong to a woman that lives a few doors down who's older. She's an older woman that lives there by herself because our next door neighbor kept trying to lure the cat into his house because he said it was being neglected, but he was also kind of like a crazy animal hoarder. So I know that they used to get into fights, like the woman that owned the cat and then a neighbor a few doors down because he would see the cat and be like, you're neglecting this cat. I'm going to take it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's, I mean, same, but also I'm not an animal hoarder. Like I just see a cat that obviously needs attention. Well, same. If you have an outdoor cat, someone could think that you're neglecting it. And then they mm-hmm. catnap the cat, take it into their house. And it turns out they're an animal hoarder and the quality of life isn't even that great. So yeah, just, I just, if I just keep your pets inside, just keep them inside, keep them in a bubble. Yeah. <laughs> It was just crazy. I just try not to cry again. I just I know. think of literally when I saw her and it looked like she had fucking feathers all over her body. Oh. Like it was insane. I've never seen a cat in that state before. So do those people live by you? Like, yeah. do you know what house they're in? I think I know which house it is. I think I do. And Jake like was trying to comfort me last night and he's just like, we'll just go and we'll steal the cat back. We'll break <laughs> in. <laughs> if you see more mats, just yeah. Do what I just you gotta do. <laughs> you know how I get. I also was just like seeing a whole life with the five of us. I was just like, Yeah. You no, know, in a week after they groom her and they give her shots and she's all back up, like we'll go and get her and we'll take care of her until like she passes and we'll make sure she has like a good few years left or whatever. Mm-hmm. And worst case scenario, I thought that she was going to get adopted by people that wanted to adopt her. I never kind of thought that she would be going back to the house that she came from Mm because obviously they're not doing a good job. Yeah. So anyway, that was my Sunday. And like up until Wednesday, I was just like hanging out with her and like, yeah, she was such a sweetheart. Oh my goodness. But 
huge. So if she does go back to her family, I mean, obviously it's not ideal, especially mm-hmm. if they seem like they can't take care of her. Like, and I don't know. I just, I don't want to get into a rant, but yeah, you showed that sweet little kitty so much love and care. Yeah. So yeah. maybe she's like, girl, I'm going to walk back to your house. That's what I told Jane. <laughs> I was just like, what if she comes back to the mud room and she's just waiting there one day? Like I will literally just bring oh, her yeah. in and never. The only thing I was nervous about and why I wanted to bring her to the rescue was just like, I wanted to make sure she didn't have the feline leukemia or anything like that. And that she was okay, you know, before mm-hmm. like I brought her further into my life. But yeah, hopefully at least they... I don't know. I feel like the rescue center has to talk to the owners and be like, why is the cat in the state? You know, like, but I don't know. I don't know if they do that or if they're just like, okay, here you go. Did you tell them like how matted she was and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they were like, well, it sounds like if she's friendly, she might be an outdoor cat, like put a paper collar around her that says like, if this is your cat, call us. So we know that she's like, okay, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, no, because you know, like, like I've said, I know the outdoor cats, they look fine. They look just Mm -hmm. like my cats. They're well taken care of. They're well fed. They look great. She does not. She looks like she came from an abusive home. Why would I send her back out? Mm -hmm. And also it didn't even look like she was really an outdoor cat. It looked like she was an indoor cat that got out because she kind of didn't know where to go. And she immediately let us take her. So I was just like, even if we didn't take her and just like left her out, she could have been eaten those Mm -hmm. few nights if she didn't get back home, you know? Yeah. Well, maybe with her going missing and this family going through the experience of losing their cat, Mm -hmm. maybe it will awaken their responsibility to this cat again. And maybe with the mats being out, maybe they will feel like it's a little more doable to keep her groomed and to keep her brushed I mean that's what we can hope for I hope so and it seems like the girl that was responding was like you know mid-20s ish early Mm -hmm. 20s and it's like all right if this is your grandma maybe realize now that maybe you go there once a week and you brush the cat for her or like something right I understand that it it's an older person that the cat belongs to, I I think, if I'm assuming correctly. But that doesn't mean that the cat gets to suffer because somebody can't take care of her. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not saying seniors don't deserve pets because they yeah. can't take care of them. Because I know that that is a situation sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I mean, hopefully the granddaughter... I don't know. Maybe she left her cat, went away to college thinking it would get taken care of. I mean, there's so many possibilities of why. Yeah. We'll see. I'm going to call them posted next week. Yeah. And see what happens, where she's going, yada, yada. So that happens on my way on Sunday. So I really couldn't sink into a hangover because I was, Mm -hmm. I had a new family member for the moment. (laughs) a new baby yeah (laughs) and then on Monday I had to make a fucking cake and so I was just how was the cake it tasted amazing it was kind of one of my better tasting cakes what was the flavor marble oh yeah Um, I'm just joking I don't like marble cake (laughs) (laughs) you know what I gotta rescind that you know what but (laughs) 
you know what but I'm sure because it's your cake then I would like the marble what's your favorite kind of cake girl vanilla of course and just vanilla frosting yeah vanilla vanilla I just don't I'm not a chocolate gal ever not really maybe like candy a little bit but yeah wow okay yeah I just don't like I don't like a chocolate cake all right got it I don't really like chocolate cake either because it doesn't ever taste really chocolatey you know yeah what does it taste like just kind of like sugar yeah it just tastes like like sweet a a more bitter cake yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, well it doesn't taste like sweet gravel (laughs) Jesus Christ (laughs) see if I ever make you a cake (laughs) this just tastes like sand (laughs) um but it was uh, I just I don't know why I do this to myself but I just didn't have enough time to fully make it because I was gone all weekend and then I was like rushing all day Monday to like get it done and in my head I was gonna do some parts of it fondant which I never used. So then it was breaking and it wasn't going to plan. And so I literally wanted to take the cake and throw it across the room, but I didn't, I didn't. I'm proud of you. No, I've done that a few times at my old bakery job and it was no bueno. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I can just see like in the back, just throwing cakes against the wall (sighs) and everyone leaves the kitchen area. Yeah. I've only done it. Well, people used to do a lot of throwing in the back, but um, I only did it twice. <laughs> oh my gosh. We used to make these like cakes called uh, Yule Logs, which is yes. like a Swiss roll. I love, okay, honestly, I love a Yule Log. A Yule Log. They're good. So, but anyway, so it's like a very thin layer of sponge that you have to soak with either like the rum liquid or the chocolate syrup or whatever. Mm. You have to get it at the perfect wetness that it rolls but doesn't disintegrate but also if you don't get it wet enough it cracks so -hmm. it's like a very fine line and we would have to produce like hunched of these during Christmas and so you know after your fifth one breaking or disintegrating in your hands like I just literally grabbed it and fucking flung it across the room and my boss said uh please go outside and take, you know, have a cigarette and come back when you're a little bit calmer. (laughs) Michelle walks outside with the cig in her mouth and she's like that goddamn Yule cake. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I was getting, I was getting that stress yesterday just because usually I give myself a full day. Yeah. to problem shoot and stuff, but it's like, we had to leave by five and it's like four 15. I still have to get ready. And I'm like two fins away from like even finishing this cake I was just like this is it this is what it is I don't care yeah no I thought it looked great yeah it looked like a goldfish it didn't look like what it was supposed to but it was fine oh really yeah there's like two more fins there's like a fin on the top of his body and a fin underneath him too and I was just like Hmm. I can't even get to it like I can't but I'm sure everyone else liked it too yeah surprisingly and I was just like Ethan loves to bust my balls I was like Ethan is immediately gonna be like well you know he has like a fin down here and a fin up here and then I would throw the cake for a second time but in his Uh face um but he didn't he was actually very sweet about it very surprising and no cake was thrown so job Ethan yes it was a successful day I'm happy to hear that thank you (laughs) what'd you guys eat for dinner 
We didn't. I'm so like, we were, <laughs> we were going down there. We met no at dinner. <laughs> no, we met at his place of work with like his friends, um, to get like a few drinks before we went to the dinner place. And then we ended up staying there longer. And then we get to the next place and everybody's just drinking more. I was like, are we going to sit down for dinner? And then me and Jake just ended up leaving eventually, but that was it. I think there was like, I ate some chips and salsa at some point, but mm-hmm. can't Did you do grab that. anything on the way home? No. Oh my gosh. I was just like, I'm fine. Just I'll get home. I want to hang out with the cat for a little bit. Yeah. And then Jake made something, but I forgot what he made, but it was fun. And then after we're at oh, that next good. bar, actually, we met a bunch of his ex coworkers from the old restaurant that he used to work at, which we know a lot of them. And his ex-girlfriend was there who I fucking love. And she was just like, oh my God, I listen to your podcast. It's great. And I was just like, it's it's like so weird because not that it's like, oh, why are you listening or anything like that? But I don't know. I just always assume that nobody that I actually know would listen because yeah, it's like, don't care. oh, wow. Thanks for taking the time out of your yeah, day to listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my God, get out of here. She's like, yeah, I listen every week. I was like, so oh sweet. my gosh. Yeah. What's her name? Her name is Ree. Re? Yeah. I'm pretty Shout sure. Shout out to Re. Shout out to Re. I don't want to mess this up. I'm pretty sure her full name's Rian. Rihanna. Rihanna. I think it's just Rian. But I always Rian. know her as Re. She's Rhi. from she's from England. She's really cool. She's oh, cool. Accent. Yeah. I wonder what Re, what brought you here? <laughs> <laughs> she's got nothing to do. <laughs> Call her right now. <laughs> Get her on the phone. No, her girlfriend also came up to me and was just like, oh my God, I listen to your podcast too, because she always has it on. It's like, that's so sweet. She goes, what is it about? And I was just like, oh, well, I, mean, I don't know. Like, we just kind of talk about everything. She's like, but what is it about? And I was just like, what? And I was just like, I tried to like list off the tagline. Like, I don't know. We say that it's two ex-coworkers, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. And she was like, yeah, but like, what is it thing? What is it about? And I was just like, I, it's like a podcast about nothing. It's pretty much Seinfeld of podcasts. Like we don't, there's nothing, there's nothing. I don't know. Love that. <laughs> I was just like, Could our I, podcast be about something like it's about nothing. The podcast about, Hey guys, welcome to let's not the podcast about nothing, but something at the same time. <laughs> exactly. Do you, do you understand <laughs> how confusing that, that is? <laughs> I love it. Yeah she really wanted me to hammer down my elevator pitch with her. And I was just like, I need a break away from this because I can't. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work on it. We'll work on it for next time. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was it. And then Tuesday, Wednesday was just trying to catch up on my life again. I feel like so discombobulated still. I don't know how I, it definitely throws me off trying to start the week on a Tuesday. I don't know how you do it. I feel like you would be a pro at it. I'm really not. It just, Mm -hmm. I mean, I do, but it just feels like weird. And I feel like everybody that emailed me on Monday and didn't get a response was just like, Oh, I guess Michelle just starts her week on Tuesday. (laughs) Not Mm -hmm. that anybody actually thinks that, but well, when you work for yourself, that's Mm -hmm. That's the privilege. Um, but no, I just feel like I've been going and bopping around to a bunch of different places. So I feel like, all right, what's the state at home? What do I got to do? I mm-hmm. got to mow the lawn when we get out of here. Oh, nice. Yeah. I only say it's probably not a nice chore for you, but I only say that because I don't have a yard and I would like to mow 
I, I do like it for the exercise value of it. Mm-hmm. Cause it's good calorie burner. Yeah. But besides that, no, I don't care for it. You t- were telling me a little bit earlier, but when did you go and get your eyebrows done? So I got them done just this past Tuesday. Oh. Yeah. So I had been talking and thinking about wanting to try to get my brows laminated, which for anyone who's listening may be unfamiliar. It's kind of like a perm just to straighten out your brows in a certain shape. And I have pretty like thick coarse eyebrows and I haven't waxed them for a while because I've been waiting. I'm like, I definitely want to get them laminated. And especially since I have bangs, Mm. they've just been covering the mess underneath. And I feel (laughs) like when my brows are done, I actually want to do my makeup and I just have not been wanting to do my makeup for weeks. And that is so unusual for me. Yeah. I haven't even like really taken any photos of myself or posted any like selfies. Um, not just because Instagram has now turned into TikTok, but whatever. Uh, so yeah, I finally tried the service and I loved it. I feel like it probably took maybe like 45 minutes. It looks great. Thanks. And she also tinted them a little bit, which I didn't really need, but Mm -hmm. just to kind of pull the look together. Yeah. Uh, and I forgot how much space I have between my brows and my actual eyeball. So I'm like, Ooh, there's a lot to play with there. Yeah. You got like almost like a little mini eyebrow lift, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I was, when they were grown out and just looking crazy, it was so close to my eyelid. I'm like, Mm -hmm. Whoa, is my scent, my sin (laughs) is my skin like already (laughs) drooping so fast. I mean, I didn't want to tell you, but it is. It is. Okay. You wait until you get past the <laughs> mid 30 mark. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So yeah. And then I was asking her about facials because I would love to like save up to treat myself to a facial a few times a year and, you know, just take care of myself. But the drive was pretty nice. So Joe's Jeep has been getting worked on recently and Mm. we've been borrowing his mom's car. She has like a Kia SUV. I don't know what the fuck it's called, but you'll be happy to hear this, Michelle, because Joe's Jeep, I guess the hydraulics are bad or the shocks. I don't know, but it has made me not hate Salem, Uh but not be in love with it as much as I was or wanted to like the streets are just so old here in Massachusetts and it's very jarring driving in his Jeep. And I Mm -hmm. just thought that was the roads granted. They are really shitty still, Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it just made me not even want to drive. And I'm like, I'm not going to get my car fixed. I don't need to drive anywhere. I'm not doing it. Mm -hmm. So I drove Patty's Kia to Danvers, which it was like a 20 minute drive. And it was so nice and smooth. And I was, I was shook. I was oh thinking, God. wow, I don't need to move back home. I don't need to move <laughs> back home to Kansas. It's just the car that I've been driving in. So it was Man, nice. You are so intense. <laughs> I am. And I came home and told Joe, I was like, I don't want to move. It's the car. The yeah. car has been, has been the, what do you call it? The issue. The, the issue. Yeah. Yeah. 
So what's he going to do? Is he going to get a new Jeep or is he fixing the, Girl, the so hydraulics? He's fixing the- not even fixing the shocks or the hydraulics. That's not why the car's in the shop. Like something happened with the transmission. He's been putting more work into it than what it's worth. But this last time he didn't think it was going to be as expensive as it was. And the guy was thinking it would just be fixing it for a day and then it'd be fine. Mm -hmm. But I guess the computer on the Jeep was broken they needed to order a special one had to have it mailed in and now it's like two thousand dollars almost and joe's just like just keep the jeep like it's not even worth it but he has a number of mileage in mind he wants to keep it i think maybe for like two more years and just run it to the ground yeah I'm like oh baby we're there <laughs> we're there it's, it's run down <laughs> yeah i can but feel the ground when i drive that's I the problem know. But I'm like, I might have to get me a little Kia in the future. Yeah. <laughs> it was nice. And then I loved the drive back because it took me on a back road. Mm-hmm. No highways, nothing. And it was just trees all the way pretty much until home. Yeah. And I felt like I was driving in the country. It was really nice. Oh, that's nice. I wasn't stressed out like yeah. I am in the Jeep. But um, speaking of car shit, just because we got on the topic, oh. I went to go get my oil changed right before I went down to Connecticut because mm-hmm. I don't actually remember the last time I got it done and my check engine light came on. Uh-oh. And so I was just like, let me not drive three hours away when I don't know what's happening. So I went to Va- Vas- Vaseline? Vaseline? Valvoline? Valvoline. 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 <laughs> I went there and I got my oil change and the guy gave me a free air filter. Really? Yeah. That's nice. I told Susan, she was like, well, did you give him a blowjob? I said, no, I didn't even have to do that. And he just (laughs) gave it to me. Your boobies. (laughs) Nope. Not at all. Um, I just, I think, so he asked me what my name was and I said, Michelle, and he goes, oh, that's my daughter's name. And I was just like, oh, that's awesome. Or whatever. And then I'm your daughter. I'm your daughter. It's me, dad. (laughs) surprise I went and got plastic (laughs) surgery (laughs) um but and so he's just like oh what brings you in I said I'm going for a long drive I wasn't sure I just wanted to make sure I got it done so that I'm not in any pickles later on and he was just like really good very smart of you and I said thank you and so he was doing it all and you know he was trying to upsell me on a few other things and I was like no I just got a whole new set of tires put on like I'm tapped out for spending money on the car for a while I'll do these other things later and then the guy brought him over the air filter he's like he's like I know I know that you said you didn't want to spend any money besides the oil change but this air filter is like really bad it's it's past it's Whoa. prime. It's very bad. I said, well, how much is an air filter? He's like, it's $35. And I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. All the other Doable. things. Was, yeah. Everything else. He was like, well, that's $200. This is $300. It's like, I'm not drop. Like I came here for a $60 oil change. I'm not here for a $400 tune up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't say this. I was very polite. Tell him. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, so I was just like, okay, that's fine. Like, yes, yeah, change it out. So he did. And then he was like ringing me up and he was like, all right. And you know what? The air filters on me because you were a good girl and you came and you got your oil changed before you went on your road trip. And I said, Oh my God, thank you. You don't have to do that. He's like, no, it's you're, you're a good kid. I can tell. And I was just like, Oh, right, dad. Oh my God. <laughs> so I think my name literally is what got me the free. I love that air filter. So yeah. What a blessing. I'm going to go there and be like, my name's Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
from now on, I'm just going to ask every man I come into contact with like, Oh, what's your daughter's name? Oh, mine too. <laughs> be like, Hey, aren't you so-and-so's dad, your daughter? I know her. And they'll be mm-hmm. like, Stephanie. Yeah. What's Stephanie your name? Too. Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the most low lifting thing I've ever had to get for free. So that's wow. great. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I thought How it was delightful. Sweet. Yeah. That's yep. nice. So Speaking of nice. delightful. Yeah. <laughs> undelightful. Uh-oh. Michelle ripped her nose ring out. Oh God. Yeah. That happened right before we came on. That was not easy with your new nails. Yeah. We're trying all sorts of beauty stuff recently. (laughs) We really are. We're a beauty podcast now. (laughs) That's our something. That's our nothing and our something. Mm -hmm. Um, I got these very long press-ons from Walgreens that are longer than I'm used to. And I was honestly, Sam, not even a week ago while I was in the shower, I was thinking about how amazing this piercing is because it doesn't get stuck on anything and I don't pull it out. Cause I used to pull out my lip ring all the time because it Mm -hmm. used to get stuck on my teeth and it was just like the ball would go flying. And then with my nipple piercings, they used to get stuck on my loofah all the time Mm -hmm. and like almost rip out and it both things. So painful. Um, so I was literally just thinking that the other day, like I have had no issues. It's just here in my face. It's not fucking around with anything and then I was just washing my face and the nail got right underneath it and just pulled it and it came right out and I was just like no and thankfully it didn't like fall into the tub or anything because then I think I would have been skeeved out a little bit to Mm -hmm. even after washing it and stuff but it landed right in my hand and I got out of the shower and I immediately audio messaged you and I said (laughs) Sam my nose piercing just came out like how do I put it back in is does the hole go like directly to my other nostril? Does it point down? Because I immediately tried to put it in. I was just like, I don't know the angle of the actual piercing of Mm -hmm. where I should be shoving this. And I was yelling at the audio message when you responded back to me though, because (laughs) Sam, the first one, she's just like, oh no, I've done that before. I've been doing it on my towel. So what you've got to do, let's see. Okay, so- how do I say this? Okay, hold on. And then you were just gone. I was just like, Sam, get it together. (laughs) And also in my head, I'm like, this is the slowest she's ever talked. She's talking so slow. And then you came back and you were like, okay, so you want to put it in, but you don't want to put it in horizontally or am I thinking perpendicular parallel? And I'm screaming at my phone. I'm like, it's horizontal, Sam. I don't care about the word. Just keep talking. <laughs> and you were like, I know. <laughs> even when I said that, I was like, Michelle's going to be like, hurry the fuck up. <laughs> and so, and then you're like, but no, so you want to point to kind of toward what's that piece of your nose? Like right in the middle. Is it the car? Is it cartilage? And I'm like, why, why are you worried about words right now? Now, <laughs> never. Are you worried about the correct word? And so never, <laughs> it was so funny, but I ended up getting it in. The trick was, so what I did was I got a stud, okay. an earring stud, and I cleaned it off and stuff. And I put it in to see like what the angle was. And yeah. then originally, cause my hoop is like a clicker. Okay. So it like hinges. Okay. You oh, know that's what I mean? nice. Yeah. And then it clicks in. <clears throat> so I was trying to put the larger piece in first and kind of hook yeah. it down, but it was much easier to put the smaller piece in cause it's straighter and like kind of do it and then click it in. So yeah. 
I got it back in. It took about 10 minutes, but I think putting, cause I was trying to do it originally with the hoop and I was just hurting myself. Mm-hmm. But once I put the stud in and like saw, cause it, the angle, you just need to know what angle you're going in yeah. at, you know? We'll tell everyone the angle. It was, it was almost horizontal, but just like, I would say like maybe a 65 degree angle. You think 65, not 45? Maybe no, I'm 65. Right. You're right. Well, that's depending where your yeah, yeah. <laughs> line's at. Is the, line, is the 90 degree angle up top or below? 90, I know. <laughs> no, like say like 90s, perfectly horizontal. You want to like dip down a little bit. Halfway About between. About four o'clock. Yeah. Uh, or wait. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm thinking like you want to go at like 730 like right there in between eight and seven. Okay. That's where mine was anyway. Yeah. That's too funny. Nobody yeah. trusts us for anything. Like we really don't, do don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Don't do it. <laughs> um, sometimes when I wash my face, my ring will get, will like snag it and it like will oh. pull it to where it kind of comes out. Yeah. Mine is just the one I got pierced. Mm-hmm. The original ring or whatever so it doesn't need, like there should be a ball there like that's how old it is oh. um but I want to do the clasp one the one yeah. that you have that would be so easy I'm gonna I think at the three month mark maybe three four months I'm gonna go back and maybe pick up some more jewelry so if you mm-hmm. want to come with me yeah um because he has a shit ton I like the little clicker I didn't even know they had a clicker yeah because it looks just like one solid thing you know mm-hmm. The little corkscrew, if you do like a stud, those creep me out. No, that's what my lip piercing was. And that's a corky. It was like a stem with the twist on ball on the top. Oh, what's a corkscrew? That's a corkscrew now. It is, but it's going into the stem. But there's like the ones that the post is actually a spiral that you put in and (gasps) then you twist it. Yeah, it doesn't okay. go into anything because the spiral holds it in place. But oh no, I don't like that. I my old coworker used to have that, and I didn't like it because you could. I feel like her nose, that her nostril was very thin, and so mm-hmm. like you just always saw it in her nose. Yeah, I don't like it when you can see like the piercing in somebody's nostril. Same. <laughs> These are my no nos. So don't do it. So don't do it around <laughs> me. <laughs> also with beauty you're getting your hair done or just cut tomorrow oh just a cut tomorrow what are you gonna do I'm just gonna do the same thing I've been like recently doing like um it's like halfway between a lot of layers and a shag mm-hmm. um and also since I've seen her I've done my old my own bangs and I do want to grow them out but I want her to like connect them a little bit better mm-hmm. um but just a sh- you know she did- gives me a razor cut so yeah. a lot of layers, a lot of volume at the top with a lot of the weight at the ends taken out. Mm-hmm. How exciting. Mm-hmm. I have a hair appointment coming up um, in July, but I think I might cancel it. Oh, I feel like you just went recently. When did you, you go? Think? I don't know. In May, maybe yeah. the beginning of May. Yeah. I, because I wanted to, I don't fucking know. I just... <laughs> I just don't know. Yeah. I would love for you to do something extreme. Like what though? Not color wise. Length wise. Yeah. Oh, hell no. Never. 
No. You're I feel like the shortest bitch. I go is like right at my, like a little below yeah. my shoulders, but no, I will never go shorter than that. Okay. You do have, you have like a longer face. So it makes mm-hmm. sense that a longer hair is better yeah. on you. Short hair looks like someone literally put a bowl on my head and I gave myself <laughs> my haircut. It's not cute. Uh, Jake asked me the other day if I was going to get a bowl cut and I was just, like, just <laughs> stop talking to me. <laughs> I was looking at Joe's haircut. Well, his hair, because when it's dry and there's no product, it can look a little bowl cutty, just how yeah. it lays. And I was like, oh, it looks like you have a little bowl cut. And he's like, what is that? And I said, when parents used to put a bowl on the kid's head and cut it. Yeah. What does it sound like, Joe? Exactly. Maybe he thought I said bowl. Bowl. Oh, maybe he did. Not bowl. 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 Jake kind of has very much a mild bowl cut, not a bowl cut, more of a mushroom cut. He looks a lot like Sean from Boy Meets World right now. Because yeah, he just got a haircut again. So he's been doing it so he can grow out the top and like slick it back like at one length. Um, but everything else is short, but it's almost there. Um, I want those haircuts to come back. What the slick back or the no bitch, the mushroom cuts, (laughs) part it in the middle, shave the underneath, like melt my heart. Well, that's what it looks like. Hubba hubba. That's what it looks like right now because you know, he doesn't do the product He'll wear a hat all day and he'll come home and take it off. And then it just kind of like falls not directly in the middle, but a little bit. And it has like a little swoop and it's like, it looks like a mushroom cut. Oh, I love it. It looks cute. And I feel like it's, even though it would look really bad, like even just like five years ago, but with the trends that are happening right now, I feel like it fits. I love that. So it's good because then he doesn't need to like do, you know, actually style it every day. Mm -hmm. Everyone's got new haircuts. Sorry, I'm watching literally a hawk being attacked by three little birds in the sky right now. Oh my gosh. Well, the hawk's probably trying to take the babies. Maybe. I always see that whenever I see like hawks or eagles in this area, there's always just like a few little birds just like, like uh, diving at it and like pecking at it. (laughs) Because they're like, leave my nest alone. You're not eating my eggs, sir. (laughs) Sir. Sir. (laughs) So you have no ideas of what you're going to do? I don't know. I okay. just don't know. Definitely need to get it cut. Need to trim up my layers because it's just kind of long now to where I only wear it like half up and I don't even style it. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. As far as color, I'm like, mm, maybe I'll do more orange, more yellow. But I really miss having like blonde highlights. You say that. I and then say you that. Get but then it, I, you're right. And then you're like, I look like uh, anybody and I hate it. It's too normal looking. It just looks so bland. Like I'm just so yeah. used to it being bold that yeah. it just feels so, I feel Nikki. Yeah. Have you tried going back to just a solid color? Ew, never. <laughs> I, <laughs> I used to like hate salt I when I see when I would see people with solid color hair Mm -hmm. I'd be like how can you do that how How?" can you live with yourself (laughs) no it's just because my hair like it's thick and there's just a lot that it just looks too flat with just one solid color I get that yeah I'm actually nervous because now that I'm gonna get this trim 
it's going to take off a lot of like the old lightness from mm-hmm. when I was blonde and then orange and all that shit. So I almost kind of have an accidental balayage ombre mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. But I feel like after this next cut, I feel like the next time you see me, you're going to be like, did you dye your hair dark? Cause all of that lightness is going to be gone. Yeah. Um, but I think with the layers, it might be okay. We'll see. Well, and also let me just add. So my natural hair color is very, like it's dark, but it's mousy. Like it just, there's no richness to it. So if you okay. have like, dark, like your hair is so dark, it reflects light and it actually looks like there's, you can see the different tones. Yeah. In it. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Um, yeah, but mine would just, I, it would probably age me like 20 years. I bet Oh, it would just look, no, I think you would look awesome. in like an icy blonde too. I don't know. I would look like, what's his name? The guy from stranger things, the, the bad guy. Vecna. Vecna. I would look like Vecna. I'm talking about with all the makeup and prosthetics. I'm serious. He doesn't even have like light. Exactly. That's my point. Oh my God. My stomach. That's my point. Oh my gosh. I just watched the best movie last night. What? on netflix it's called hustle with adam sandler i'm serious this is my serious voice okay (laughs) it's called hustle 2022 it's a drama sport movie starring adam sandler uh, a bunch of basketball players Mm -hmm. ben foster which i freaking love him okay do you know who ben foster is michelle i think so he's in like some of the superhero movies right oh is he guess i don't love him that much because i don't know he was in Alpha Dogs. I'll have to look him up. I think okay. I'm thinking of somebody else. Also, if you are elderly, he was in a show called Flash Forward on Disney. I just fucking, elderly. Fucking great, <laughs> fucking great show. I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay. Uh, also stars Queen Latifah. I oh. love I haven't, she hasn't been in anything in a while. A bitch. Yes, she has. What? She's been in a show. It was on Fox. Starred Brandy. Um, Moesha? What? Moesha? No. Well, Brandy, Moesha, yes. <laughs> but I can't remember it at the top of my head. Okay. <laughs> right okay. Now. Well, continue. Okay. But anyways, um, so it's such a great movie. Okay. So this is the synopsis. Yeah. Please tell me. After a down on his luck, basketball scout discovers an extraordinary player abroad. He brings the player back without his team's approval. So Adam Sandler is the scout for the 69ers, not 69ers. It's 76ers. I thought the 76ers were a a football team. Let me, what's the team? The Sixers. The 49ers? (laughs) No, I'm thinking, no, you were right. I'm thinking of the 49ers. Okay. The 49ers are a football team. So what did I just say? 76ers. Is it the 76ers? That doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right to me either. Oh, hell. Oh, no, I think that is right. Oh, okay. We're learning. 
I think that is right. Okay. Okay. Anyways. So he's a scout for one of the NBA teams. (laughs) I like how you just go generic with it after. (laughs) Exactly. That's me. That's my life. That's what I have to keep it to. Um, so, um, he's a scout. Okay. So his job obviously is to find these very, very talented basketball players for the team. The owner ends up passing away, which he was really close to Adam Sandler's character. So that was kind of sad. And the guy said, never back down. Like, this is why I hired you on my team. His son is also like a co-owner of the team. And so there's a part where Adam Sandler wants to bring this basketball player that he found just on the court in a neighborhood somewhere. And he believes in this guy, super talented, but the son is like an asshole, especially after losing his dad. Like he's just making all these bad choices for the team. And the guy's like, I'm not doing it. Adam Sandler ends up quitting. Like, it's just kind of like the underdog movie and it is so good. There's so many famous basketball players in it. Like I love it. It's so good. Okay. I give it a 10. I told Joe rate it the two thumbs up on Netflix. Like you're (gasps) able to do. You rated it on Netflix. That means you really like it. I love rating movies on Netflix. Oh, good for you. I love it. Yeah. Two thumbs up. Okay. We'll check it out because we've been like struggling to find something to watch lately. It's good. It is two hours, but it went by so fast for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think we watched like a movie recently that we were just kind of like sure you know and it's just like what do we even watch anymore um did you get into the winning time on hbo because i feel like you would like that too then because it's also about basketball oh i did not it's about um the lakers dynasty (gasps) in like the 70s and it's yeah and it has like john c Riley, and it's like by adam mckay so it's like funny and it's good it's good stuff Okay, I'm going to have to watch it because even though I didn't know the 76ers names, mm-hmm. um, I actually love basketball and I grew up loving the Lakers. Oh, mm-hmm. um, so I will definitely have to check that out. And I haven't watched basketball in a while, especially because Kobe Bryant was like, he's the one that got me into basketball when I was a kid. Like, I just loved him. Yep. Um, but yeah, I haven't been into the sport. Like, I really don't know any of the players on any of like mm-hmm. the teams or anything. I don't know what's happening in the world of basketball anymore. And this movie, I was like, I definitely want to get back into it. Yeah. Yep. I feel like the only basketball player that I know of right now is Steph Curry. Yeah. And that's the only one that comes to mind. But okay. when I was growing up too, like my brother was super into basketball and he played it. And he, of course, was like super into the Bulls because you had mm-hmm. the Jordan Pippen Rodman lineup during yep. the 90s. And I was super into them too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, basketball's fun. It is fun. And I told Joe because he will, he'll take a life for Tom Brady with how talented he is. Mm all of this stuff. And I, in watching this movie, it shows you how much train, like you just can't be good at basketball. You can't just make, you can't be tall. You just can't make a shot every once in a while. Like the training that they go through that they continuously go through like coordination, endurance. It's so insane. And I told Joe, I was like, um, Tom Brady has nothing on these basketball players. I'm sorry. (laughs) And he's like, what? And I'm like, Joe, seriously? Yeah football players all they have to do is run maybe five miles eat some food lift a few weights but 
you're not juggling practicing your balance act yeah. like the basketball players are sorry it's the endurance I used to have <laughs> that I used to have that same argument because I used to only watch soccer and of oh, soccer yeah and of course when I came to college everyone's just like nobody cares about soccer Michelle's like I'm gonna watch the world cup I'm gonna watch the euro cup mm-hmm. and I would be like they are truly the most athletic because they have to run up and down this field for an hour and 30 minutes. Can you like run up and down a field nonstop? Right. It's not like baseball where it's just like stop and football where it's like stop and go and stop and go and stop and go. Mm -hmm. But basketball is the same. It's just like a smaller court, but I agree. I, whenever someone's like, if you were good at any sport, what would it be? And I always said soccer because it's like so much endurance Mm -hmm. and (sighs) Joe also argued about all the hits that the football players take. And I, I get that too. I get it. Like it is a lot of hard work on your body, but I'm just saying. It's crazy. Sometimes when I watch football and I see the way they get pummeled, I'm like, who would subject their body to that? That's insane. Oh, I hate, I hate, I hate when I actually see somebody get like tackled from the top and then another player is coming with the opposite way on the bottom and you just see their spine go in two different directions. And I think about like the times my back has gone out and I couldn't fucking like walk and I'm just like, how are you getting back up? Like, this is insanity to me. Like RIP. I know. Oh my God. It's too much. It's hurting my back right now. (laughs) Speaking of facts. (laughs) Oh, we got seven minutes. We could always start another one too. Okay. No, it's okay. Let's, this is a fire, fire round of your thoughts on chiropractors, because I know you go to one. Why Uh do I hear that they're scams, but then people love them? What's the real tea? I don't know. I don't know if like the scam version is just like a rumor that got out there that people just believe, but I always felt better going to my chiropractor and getting like it cracked and adjusted and being told the exercises to use. And I don't even care if it's like a placebo effect where it's like, well, I'm doing these steps. So like I'm taking care of myself and it, it works, but it does work for me. So Mm -hmm. I like it. Do you think it's a thing of where your body is fine, even though your spine's probably out of whack, your hips are unaligned. Is Mm -hmm. it a thing where when you start going, you have to keep going now? Um, kind of for the most part, but I haven't been to the chiropractor in probably like three years now. Like the last time I went was before COVID because I used to go to a place in Salem. Whoa. But also because a long time for you, but because I haven't been going to the chiropractor, I do my back yoga at least like three times a week. I try to do it every day just to keep it like limber and loose and like make sure all those muscles are getting used constantly. Mm-hmm. But they did take x-rays when I went the first time. So those don't lie. And the three vertebrae that sit in my pelvis, there's like no cushion in between them, cartilage. So they sit on top of each other, which is why my legs went out when my back would go out. Cause that's where all your leg nerves oh. run through. Um, so that's what fucked me up with that shit. But then also there was three spines in my mid area that were like starting to twist and you could see mm-hmm. it. So it's like, you know, you just have to like readjust it and get it back aligned. Cause it literally every single one of your nerves run through your spinal discs, mm-hmm. you know? So if you, fu- if you pinch one of them in your mid back, that could be your left arm, you know, Whoa, it's all connected. Okay. So you heard it here. Michelle thinks it's not a scam. 
I don't think it's a scam. All right. All right. We got to, we have five minutes to think of let's nots. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's enough time for me. I don't think it is. I got mine. I hate you. Let's not neglect our animals. If we get to a point where you can no longer take care of your best friend for 10 years, I understand how tough it is to let go of them, but you need, they cannot suffer for your enjoyment. It just can't happen. Oh, that makes me so sad. It has, you know, you got to make the best calls for them. Yeah. That's part of pet ownership. You take mm-hmm. on that responsibility, you know, mm-hmm. just like when it's time to, when it's time to say goodbye to your pet best friend, yeah. Yeah. you can't let's I'm attaching my let's not to that Go for it. Let's not keep our furry best friends in pain if they're ready to let go, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You have to, you have to make that choice. It's hard, but it's your responsibility. Mm -hmm. You signed up for it. Yep. You're the adult in the situation. It's hard being an adult. (laughs) It is. is. (laughs) I just want to be the guy that works at Vaveline's daughter getting free shit all day. Yeah. You were a good girl. Here you go. Here's some free stuff. Thank you. Girl. I'd be like, I'm not a girl. I'm a woman. Yeah. Uh, he also didn't actually say you're a good girl. So I don't want anyone to feel like, ew, why was he <laughs> being like, I girl. thought that, but I wasn't going to say <laughs> I forgot what he actually said, but he said like, you're a smart kid or something like that. So you, you do know? have daddy issues because you said he called you a good girl. Oh, stop it. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to say, let's not say that Colin Firth is some sex bomb. Really? He's, I'm not saying he's All a right. sex bomb, but I'm saying he's an attractive. I feel like what you've been saying he's, is why weren't there more sex scenes of Colin Firth in the staircase? I was not saying that. That's all I heard. But I will say it gave me hope that my breasts aren't going to completely deplete as I get older. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where is this going? <laughs> Let's go Tony Collette. Oh my God. Why in that last episode did there have to be so many sex scenes between them? It's like, okay, cool. Like you guys are still having sex. And then also I call bullshit on two mid 60 year olds having like random rip off our close sex on the dresser after being together for like 12 years. You do not call bullshit. I call bullshit on that. For No, I call bullshit the on the whole, the whole ass eating Scenario. Oh my god. Yeah. It's 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 all too much. <laughs> it's it's also like this is so unnecessary for her family. I think it was all oh, too I unnecessary. <gasps> okay, maybe we don't have enough time. But what did you think about how he ended things with the producer, the oh, director? He's the worst. Like I think he used her. Oh, absolutely. He wanted somebody on the outside that was constantly checking in with him and making sure he was okay because his kids obviously are going to start their own lives and stuff and not be there for him 24 Mm seven. And so he completely used her because she was obsessed with him and he's a dick. It's like at the end of the day, whether or not he killed Kathleen, he's a selfish, narcissistic asshole and he's pretentious as fuck. Like he's not a likable character. Not even a character, a likable person, you know? Yeah. He like pits his kids against each other and they constantly just want his approval approval and attention. And so he like uses them against each other for them to like need it more. It's gross. Mm -hmm. Check it out if you guys haven't watched it. (laughs) 
All right. We got guys, we're going to catch you guys next week. Uh, we love you so much. Thank you for listening. Check us out on Facebook or Instagram at, at let's not podcast. And then our website is let's not pod.com dot com. So bye. Bye. Stay safe. Happy daddy's day. Oh, happy father's day to all you sexy daddies out there. And moms. If you're a dad too. Yeah. If you're a sexy daddy, mom, cut dad. All right. Bye. All of them. Bye. <laughs>